Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shaletta Brundage, start of the show, take two. John Hines, I, I screwed something up here previously, so I broke it. But Josh Wheeler fixed it. And it's working now, right, Josh? You're doing great. Okay, well, I'm not doing well, we'll see. It's early, but yeah, I'm here till three, and I'm glad that you are along on this cold Saturday afternoon. Listening to the news from CBS at the top of the hour, how about that? Minnesota making the lead story. As the anchor said, you know, it's bitter, cold, horrible, you're going to die unless you're from Minnesota. I mean, she offered that up. You know, if you're, if you're not from Minnesota, this is going to be troublesome. Well, there we are and nearby Wisconsin, because the first um, first reporter that was a part of the news at noon was in, um, is it Eagle, Eagle River, Wisconsin? I think that's where he said he was reporting from. And, and that's where, I don't know if they still do this, they used to hold the open water snowmobile championships. Are you familiar with the, the open water snowmobiling, Josh? I'm looking it up right now. I have not heard about that, but it sounds interesting. I, I've heard well, of like I've heard of people using like I think I saw on, the, on TV this morning airboats on some of these icy open waters, but not uh, not snowmobiles. No, some it's, at some point they have. I don't know if they still do. You could text. I'll tell you what. If you text or if you know something about this, call in on the CCO Talk and Text Line six five one four six one nine two two six. But I think that they used to do this in Eagle River, Wisconsin. I don't know if they still do. Somebody listening will know. This is the beauty of being on WCCO because somebody always knows, uh, especially when the show host doesn't. But And I always thought, well, that's a silly idea. Let's see how far we can run across open water. But as it turns out, these things can go for quite a distance. So... It just uh, just an interesting it is, an interesting. It is it is labeled as the ca- snowmobile capital of the war of the world according to the site that I'm looking at right now. So it is is it it is still that's still their state uh, of claim, uh, I guess of fame, if you will, as the as the prime trail area for snowmobiling. Okay, River, Wisconsin. Yep. And then they have the open water championships. You see how long how far you can skip your snowmobile across the water. And hopefully it goes to the other side or you're, you know, getting somebody with a a hoist to pull it out of the water. 
But it's it's amazing. I don't know if you've ever watched anything like this, but if you you can, I'm sure you can find videos. Snowmobiles can go quite a ways on open water, farther than a, a pickup truck can, obviously. Pickup truck through the ice, six inches of ice where the uh, pickup truck went through. So you just don't know because that kind of ice um, uh, is is. Is un, un, unsure, uncertain is a good way to say it. So uh, let's see here. The world water skippings were not there. It was more out towards Spooner or something like that. That's a text at the at six five one four six one nine two two six. If you know something about it, that's great. Meanwhile, here we are, eleven minutes after twelve o'clock on this second Saturday of the new year. And we've got a, we've got a lot going on here today. Um, a couple of special guests coming up, and an inside story on how you can win tickets. I mean, a, a chance to win tickets to the Super Bowl if you're willing to to give a little. Um, and that in itself is an interesting story because it's something um, previously unheard of. From the American Red Cross. We'll talk about that uh, a little later on. Monday morning on uh, in the Twin Cities at the convention center is the 34th annual MLK Day Breakfast. And it's quite a program they have set up. 34 years. And I believe this is the, um, the, uh, the, the largest celebration, recognition of Martin Luther King Day. In the country, one of the, if it's not the largest, it's one of the largest for sure. So we'll get the details behind that. I should tell you that Monday morning on the radio, it will be broadcast live. The program begins at 8 a.m., and it will be broadcast live from the convention center on News Talk 830 WCCO. Here's another follow-up on Eagle River. I, I think Eagle River was a snowmobile oval race championship. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking for the definitive word. It, it so, looks like Grantsburg, Wisconsin is the city that I, after doing, doing some research as far as snowmobile watercross is what they're calling it. Yeah. Uh, that, it sounds like Grantsburg, Wisconsin is, is where, uh, right along Memory Lake Park. I, I'm not sure. I haven't like looked at the location of where that is exactly. It sounds like it's by Spooner because I'm somewhat familiar with the Siren Spooner-ish area. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, it sounds about right. Well, if you saw it on the interweb, then it has to be right. Yeah, that's that, – if it's on the Internet, it's true. We know this. Yeah, it's true. Just believe me. It's true. So hey, I mentioned already the second Saturday of the new year. And if you're a person who made a New Year's resolution, you gave up on it approximately nine days ago, I think. Um, a story on this, only 9% of Americans that actually make resolutions complete them. And I think that means stay with that resolution for the year. 23% of people quit by the end of the first week. And 43% quit by the end of January. So I'm not a New Year's resolution guy. How about you, Josh? Is this something you participate in? It is, but I will, like many people, admit that we are... 13 days in, and I have yet to really dive into a whole lot of them. <laughs> uh, I think it's 
as much as I kind of am one, I also think it's very cliche to be a New Year's resolution person. So I'm kind of on both sides of the fence. Yeah, I mean, the idea being you want to have continued improvement in your life, whether it's New Year's or whatever day, right? We just yeah, it shouldn't matter what time of the year. Yeah, I was surprised. I go to um, to to Anytime Fitness. I've mentioned this before, and I like it because you can go anytime. Um, it's just, it's, it's wonderful. So I am always one who goes early in the morning. And when I was there, uh, this past Sunday, now yesterday was fairly crowded, but the previous time, previous visit, I'm there and I was the only person there, which is kind of nice. I mean, it makes it, it's no longer anytime fitness at that point. It's John's gym. And it, I, I could I could do whatever I wanted to do, but I I didn't do much about. That's the it, best so. though. I love empty gyms. Yeah, it was always amazing to me though. I I used to go to the one that was just off of what used to be one ten and is now the extension of uh, sixty two. But it was it was right there, uh, one ten and uh, just east of Mendota Bridge. I can't remember what the cross road was, but anyway. Um, I remember going in there like at five o'clock in the morning on a Saturday or a Sunday or something like that. And there were 20 pairs of shoes over on the, on the boot rack, the boot tray Mm -hmm. and nobody there. And I thought to myself, well, this is interesting. I suppose you hurry on your way out and you forget to change back to your shoes. But if you had a pair of Uggs on when you came in, wouldn't you notice that you were wearing tennis shoes on the way out? It was, I just, I found that amazing, or not amazing, interesting. Interesting is a better way. But meanwhile, back at resolutions, they say that there are four reasons why people seem to fail. Goals should start at a time of change. So if you have a need for change in your life, that's when you should make a resolution or a change. Um, and another uh, problem is they say you need to expect obstacles. Obstacles are easy where the person next to you says, ah, let's skip the gym. Let's go. It's happy hour. Um, they also say setting goals into challenging, measured, but smaller chunks. So don't look at the big picture. Look at the idea. I mean, for many people, if, if you know, quitting smoking might have been, Maybe fewer people these days because fewer people smoke. But it used to be the resolution when I was growing up. Oh, yeah, I'm going to quit New Year's. I'm no more smoking after New Year's. Uh, And that normally lasted about four or five days. But if you you look at it and say, I'm going to quit smoking for New Year's Day, this was the idea behind the the, the publisher of the newspaper in Monticello uh, who said, the, the, who, the guy who started D-Day, Don't Smoke Day, that originated in Monticello, Minnesota, became a, a, a nationwide trend. But the idea being focus on quitting for just that day and you would go for the, Well, this is the same with resolutions. So focus on doing it just for a, a chunk of time. Uh, data shows that when you set too challenging of a goal, you fold like a cheap lawn chair. You'll be you'll be um, uh, motivated, uh, less motivated to reach them if it's too challenging. 
The other thing is accountability. Studies show that people who not only write their goals out, but set up a way to be accountable for them, twice as likely to achieve them. So here's the deal, Josh. If you're setting a goal, tell somebody you did it. Accountability means that you are responsible to someone to accomplish the goal. And this can be motivating. It does work better that way. Yeah, tell somebody you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I do a lot better with accomplishing things, even if it's, you know, doing the dishes, something as simple as that in, in my day. <laughs> I'm, hey, honey, honey, I'm going to I'm going to do the dishes today. And then when I do it, I get a, you know, cupcake or cookie for my reward. There you go. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, self-rewards. Yes. I, for me, it, it's not so much doing the dishes. It's emptying the dishwasher. Oh, yeah. Which is, I mean, so anybody can load the dishwasher. Yeah. And it's so much easier than doing the dishes. Press a button and let it go. The hard part is emptying it out to do it again. (laughs) Yeah, emptying it. Meanwhile, you've got a sink full of dishes. Why don't you put them in the dishwasher? Well, the dishwasher is full. It's clean. Well, why don't you empty the dishwasher? I hate to do that. So just annoyances like that. I'd rather buy buy a second dishwasher and just make it easier. (laughs) (laughs) Where's your stove? Took it out, put a dishwasher in. Well, where, where's your kitchen sink? Took it out, put a dishwasher yeah. in. Yeah, good call. I like the idea. I like the way you think, Josh. Hey, it is um, coming up here 21 minutes after 12 o'clock on this Saturday afternoon. We've got a lot of show to put together here today. Uh, we're going to get an input or two from you and invite you. If you have a story about a resolution, something with which you have succeeded, Call us, 651-461-9226. If you've already blown off this year's resolution, call us and share that story, too. How lofty was the goal? How long were you able to maintain it? So you can also text always to it, 651-461-9226. But I do enjoy having a chance to chat with you, and I get a better sense for what you're saying, if I get the tone, the tenor, which doesn't always come through on a text. So do that. We'll be right back. This is News Talk 830 WCCO. 24 minutes after 12, News Talk 830 WCCO. John Hines with you on a Saturday afternoon. Glad that you're along. Staying warm. Uh, rub your hands together. Hold them over the radio. It's uh, I'm so full of hot air. It's got to help someone. Hey, Jane's standing by here. On the line in Minnetonka. Hi, Jane. Good morning. How are you doing? A New Year's resolutionist. Did you make a New Year's resolution? Oh, I did, Heinzy. Nice to hear your voice. But I need to tell the two of you, who developed the dishwasher? Was it a woman? No. Who developed the washing machine and the dryer? Was it a woman? No. So we get to fold the clothes. We get to change the wet clothes. And you two are complaining about emptying the dishwasher? I, I bought a new one three weeks later. My husband said, why did the dishwasher change colors on the outside? He never even noticed. Um, <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, put, put the blame where it belongs, Heinz. And um, my thing is, um, I always say I'm not going to eat chocolate starting January 1st. But then Nestle was writing me letters. Hershey was writing me letters. Dove was writing me letters. And so I decided, you know what, they love me more. Than yes. Skinny. So that was my New Year's resolution went by the wayside. Yeah, you hate to see the Hershey. You, you hate to see the, see the Hershey people laying people <laughs> off, you know, because because Jane quit. Eating. And by the way, 
I do all of the laundry folding at my house. I do all of the dishwasher emptying. So, well, but of course, uh, I'm single. I live alone. So what's the option, right? Jane, have a great, have a great day and a happy new year. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for ringing in. It's, um, yeah, yeah, you have to adapt and overcome. So actually, that's something that's going to come up a little later in the show too, because I learned, that last Sunday, a week ago tomorrow, last Sunday was the busiest day for online dating of the year. You might think it'd be closer to Valentine's Day or something of that nature. No, it is the Sunday, first Sunday of the new year, the busiest day for online dating. We'll give you a chance to Share your online dating stories if you have some. I happen to have one that um, I'm very pleased with, actually. I mean, I couldn't, be mo- I couldn't be happier. So I can share my story. You can share yours. We'll do all of that at 651-461-9226. So get your story together. That'll come up, um, I don't know, a, a little later on. We've got a special guest coming up after the bottom of the hour from the American Red Cross. Sue Thiesinger is going to talk with us a little bit about the need that the American Red Cross has in both Minnesota and it, well in the whole region for blood. They are at a two-decade low for reserves of blood and will tell you why you should be uh, donating. And, and, and something good that could come from it besides helping someone else. So we'll get into all of that coming up here. That'll be after uh, the, the commercial timeout and the weather and everything else at the bottom of the hour, which we'll get to next at News Talk 830 WCCO. It's 1228. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shaletta has this day off, and I am filling in. John Hines here. And this story caught my eye because uh, I just think it's, 
It's very rare for something like this to happen. As a matter of fact, I think it's uh, the, the most urgent uh, time in some two decades, almost 20 years, that there is a blood shortage. That it, 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 I mean, a shortage of blood that has been donated. And this is across the country, and it affects the Twin Cities area and the Dakotas as well. And I'm joined by Sue Thiesinger, who is with the American Red Cross, to talk a little bit about this shortage and something that the, the Red Cross has come up with to maybe try to do something about it. Uh, she's the regional communications manager. Sue, hey, good afternoon. Thank you for joining me on this Saturday uh, in the new year here. How are you doing? Hi, John. Um, I'm doing great, trying to stay warm today. I hope so. I hope so. Hey, first of all, let's talk about this. Did I, did I overstate this? Is it uh, about the, um, the most dire need in almost 20 years? Actually, it's a little bit different. Right now, we're experiencing an emergency blood shortage because the nation has the lowest number of people giving blood in 20 years. Ah, okay. And I, I'm sure that what happened to the people who who used to step up and, and, and donate blood? Have they uh, lost interest or changed, or did something change after, let's say, the pandemic? Well, the pandemic certainly contributed to this, but, you know, I think we have an aging population, and so some of those people are no longer able to donate for whatever reason. There's not an upper age limit to donate as long as you meet all the other eligibility criteria, but those people do come into, you know, complications in giving blood as you get really old. And so we're really trying to encourage those uh, younger people to start donating blood. You can donate blood when you're 16 years old in the state of Minnesota. And so it's really important to start that lifelong habit of uh, donating blood. You can donate blood every 56 days. So we really want to get the word out about people joining our life-saving mission, or if they haven't given for a while, to rethink it. And you were talking earlier about New Year's resolutions. This is a great way to make a difference in the new year. Ah, thanks. That's a good point. Very good point, Sue. So every 56 days, um, assuming they meet the requirements, what are some of the requirements? Can you outline this for me? Sure. It's really easy. Uh, You need to be 16 years old. You need to be generally good health. You need to weigh 110 pounds. And so those are really the, the main uh, criteria. And so most people are able to give. But what I find really staggering is the statistic. 62% of the U.S. population is eligible to donate, yet only 3% do. And I think that's staggering. We've, we need to move the needle on that. Well, and... There are different types. Maybe you can help me understand, too, because I have some friends who uh, donate platelets, friends who donate plasma, friends who donate blood on a regular basis. What is the difference? Can you outline that briefly for me, Sue? Well, briefly, um, a blood donation is a whole blood donation that consists of three blood components. It's red cells, platelets, and plasma. And when you spin those uh, off, then that's a platelet donation or a plasma donation. But a whole blood donation, all three blood components. Okay, now they if somebody's. They have a little bit different. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Well, 
they all take a you know it's a different procedure for each type of donation and some take a little longer than the other um whole blood is really needed right now platelets too platelets only have a shelf life of five days so as soon as you donate them and they're manufactured they're practically immediately transfused transfused to a patient who needs them okay now here's something i'm curious about because I, I recently had a couple of surgeries, back surgeries. Um, would I have required blood, or do I know if uh, if I needed blood for my surgeries, or uh, um, is it just somehow they have standing by just in case? What's the? How does that work in a situation like that, Sue? Well, I think the hospitals have to have an inventory of all blood types in case patients need them. And that's what we're concerned about right now. Right now, donations are coming in. I mean, distribution to hospitals is going out faster than donations are coming in. So what we want to do is make sure that we can meet hospital demand for blood products and for the patients who need them, whether it's a surgery patient or a chemotherapy patient might need a blood or platelet transfusion. And wouldn't that be terrible if blood wasn't there when they needed it? I, I totally agree with you on, on that situation. So, and we started down, I, you started to tell me how long for a person to go in and donate whole blood, what's the time commitment during that, uh, uh, that donation when they're going in to do that? Sure. Well, we ask people to kind of reserve about an hour out of your day. Typically it won't take that long, but you come in, you register, you go through a little mini physical where we take your temperature, your blood pressure, check your hemoglobin level, your pulse rate, kind of make sure you're healthy that day to donate blood. And then you actually donate, and that takes only about five to 10 minutes. And then you kind of go through a little recovery process where you have cookies and juice. That's some people's favorite part. And then you go about your day knowing that you've really made a life-saving difference in someone's you know, life. And so it really, it could take anywhere between 30 and 60 minutes. Well, and I want to get to this part too, because this is what I was hinting at as we started the show this afternoon here. Uh, because of this dire need and this very severe shortage, the American Red Cross has come up with a, a unique way to hopefully attract. Now, it, it's a long shot, but it could be you. There's no reason it couldn't be you. If you come in and donate blood, you could be eligible to win Super Bowl tickets. That's right. It's an exciting partnership with the NFL. And so during Blood Donor Month, which is January, uh, we're urging individuals to give blood or platelets to ha help tackle the emergency blood shortage. So when you come in to give blood, uh, you're automatically entered to win a trip to Las Vegas to the um, Super Bowl this year. Yeah, Super Bowl 58. They, I understand that they get a uh, something like a $1,000 gift card. They get airfare, uh, accommodations, and tickets to the game. So that's a sweet package. Now, there's only one it's package like, like that, but hopefully we encourage many people to come in because ultimately the reason you're doing this is to help the person next to you that may need that blood. Absolutely, and you're not in the running for this unless you do make that blood donation appointment and keep it. And so it's another way to encourage people to keep their appointments. You know, winter weather like we've experienced this past week and cold, 
oftentimes people um, cancel their appointments. And so we need to make sure that uh, we entice people to come out and give if it's safe to do so and uh, make a blood donation this January. Well, and I, am, I, I promise you, this is uh, part of a resolution, promise you and promise myself that um, I'm going to, the last time I gave blood, and it, sadly it's been too long, but the last time I did it, it was like just so quick. I mean, um, I think the, the woman who was assisting said, boy, I don't think I've ever seen anybody uh, fill a bag that fast before. So <laughs> just, I was, maybe it's a little bit, hey, how about this though? Uh, Sue Thiesinga is the regional communications manager on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline here. Um, but, but how about uh, people who say, well, they don't need my blood. My blood's just ordinary or it's not anything special. Uh, um, how, what do you say to people who offer that excuse or that reason for not doing it? Well, there is a blood shortage right now. And so what I would say is all types are needed. Um, Whether you have the most common blood type or the most rare blood type, we need your blood. And it's really important, like I said earlier, to uh, move that needle on how many people are coming out to donate blood. So we hope that people don't self-defer or make excuses. We hope that they make a resolution in 2024 to give blood. If more people gave more often, we wouldn't be in a shortage situation. So uh, I would say, you know, that's not really correct. We need everybody to step up right now. Okay. I have seen uh, people like with a sticker on their car, you know, a member of the 200-gallon club or something like that. So they're lifelong uh, blood donors. A question comes in via the CCO talk and text line here at 651 Four six one nine two two six. Somebody wondering, uh, and I think I know the answer, but they're wondering: Do they get paid for donating blood? The American Red Cross doesn't work that way, do they? No, we don't. We rely on the generosity of people to step up and roll up a sleeve. Uh, we don't pay for people to, uh, to donate blood, and. Um, again, we just really rely on the generosity of people. It's an act of volunteerism. And you can go, if you just Google uh, Red Cross blood donation, whatever, it'll take you right to a, a page where you can uh, book a time, make an appointment right online, and uh, and then just follow up and keep that appointment. Uh, absolutely. You're exactly right, John. And we also have a Red Cross blood donor app that you can download right uh, on your mobile phone, which most of us have. Um, it's a really great app, and one of the unique um, uh, things about it is you can track your donation. So if you make your blood donation appointment on the app, then it'll trace your um, journey of your blood donation. So you'll end up knowing where your blood donation went, whether it stayed locally to help someone in need or if it went somewhere across the country. We are able to get blood wherever it's needed the most. So it's really fun for people to say, hey, my blood went to a hospital in Denver or Puerto Rico or, hey, right right in my own community, it went to help someone here. So it's a great way to keep track of your blood donation when you're eligible next. And it's a, it's a fun tool for people to use. Again, you can go there or you can go to redcrossblood.org or you can always call Red uh, 1-800-RED-CROSS. Okay, final question here, and I'll let you go. And I didn't mean to take up your entire afternoon, but I hope that we are encouraging people to be involved 
with all of this, Sue. But uh, somebody was wondering, are there certain medications, if you're on certain medications, that you're not eligible then? Um, this is all part of the, the history when you're doing the, uh, the donation, right? Right, and that's a really great question. Uh, there are some medications that will uh, defer you. However, we don't want people to make assumptions. We don't want them to self-defer. If you have any questions about the medications that you're on, please call 1-800-RED-CROSS. We have people that uh, have a list of those medications, and they can verify whether the, that's one that will make you not eligible to donate blood. Um, there's a myth out there, like a lot of people say, oh, I'm diabetic and I'm on insulin, so I can't donate. And that's simply not true. A lot of times when you're on insulin and you have it under control with that medication, you're still eligible to donate. So don't self-defer. Check it out before you make that decision. Oh, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you that, that, that our friend asked the question, and I'm glad that you knew the answer. So, yeah, 1-800-RED-CROSS. You can get all the answers that you need right there. And somebody that is donating blood in this month of January is going to, um, as you help to tackle the blood shortage, I like the way you worked that in earlier, Sue, uh, as they help to do that, um, they will, uh, somebody is somewhere across the country is going to win tickets and airfare, accommodations, and even a $1,000 gift card to go to Super Bowl 58 in Denver, or in Las Vegas, uh, no matter. So it's it's a big deal all the way around. So you have a great afternoon. Thank you. I hope you have a strong finish here for the remainder of January. And I know that just chatting with you, I am going to, when I am off the air today, I am going to go online um, at uh, redcross.com and get all the details that I need so that I can step up and do this. So, hey, thanks. Uh, hey, you keep John, in touch. John, that's awesome. That's really awesome that you're going to do that. And now that you've said it out loud, that holds you accountable. So I can't wait oh, to see yes. how your donation goes. Well, and, and Josh Wheeler, who is the, uh, the the person in charge at CCO this afternoon, he will hold me to it. He'll he'll follow up with me and say, well, did you do it, Heinz? And it's like, yes, I did. So, I, And I will make sure I get it done. I'll do it this coming week, Sue. Thank you. Wonderful. Take a selfie and uh, send it to me. I'd love to see it. Okay, I will do that. I will do that. You have a great week, and we will chat with you. Have a great uh, finish here for this month of January, and we'll keep in touch, and you do the same. All right. Hey, let's take a time out here now. It is 1248 News Talk 830 WCCO. Good afternoon. John Hines in for Shaletta Brundage on this Saturday afternoon. Uh, Coming up the next hour, we're going to have a conversation about the uh, big MLK Day celebration that is happening at the Convention Center on Monday morning. You'll also hear that on WCCO Radio uh, starting at 8 o'clock. That's when the program gets underway. I think the doors go at 7. Uh, There's a lot. We'll talk about all of the things going on uh, with MLK Day at the Convention Center in Minneapolis, 34th annual. Hey, coming up after 2, I'm looking forward to a conversation with someone who I just really enjoy reading. That's David Housewright. David Housewright uh, authors the uh, Rushmore McKenzie novels, as well as a, a couple of other series. We'll talk about all of those coming up. I mean, I've got a few favorite authors right now for some of the novels that I read. Uh, Brian Freeman, 
another one. And it's kind of funny because every now and then when you're reading David House right, you'll hear him reference Brian Freeman. Uh, also, John Sanford. And I, I enjoy these writers not because they are Minnesotans or have a connection to Minnesota, but because their stories are good. Maybe that's how I first came to them. Uh, that's how I first came to those stories. Same with David Housewright. And I think he's, his next one's coming out, not for a couple of months yet, uh, but it'll be, i got to double-check how many, 21 or so, book 21 in the Rushmore McKenzie series. They're fun books. They're fun novels set in and around the Twin Cities area, almost always in and around the Twin Cities area. So we'll we'll chat with him um, and find out what he's working on next and a couple of other things here to do. Also, I want to hear about your online dating situation. I I can tell you, honestly, I'm, I'm you know, opening, I'm an open book Um this is where I met my girlfriend, uh, and it and after you know a couple of stutter step type starts for online dating, uh, and especially I mean me, come on, I'm the most skeptical person on the planet. Can't imagine how I was scammed. But anyway, um, got a great relationship. Could not be happier, uh, and it and it works. I would have you know a, a couple of years ago just poo pooed the whole idea. Josh, you know anybody who's a online dater or met somebody through online dating? Uh, well, I met my wife through uh, what the kids call Tinder. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I met her back in 2014 through Tinder, and uh, we've been married since 2019. The rest is magic, as yes. they say. Yes. Well, son of a gun. So what was that? Well, I want to find out. We'll talk about this, but I want to get stories from anybody who would like to call. We'll do this um what time? I think after 2.30, right? Or is that where we said we were going to? No. Um, oh, we could do it next at the top of the hour, can't we? We can. Yeah, let's do this. Share your online dating story. I'll share mine, uh, including the uh, the missteps and some ways you can avoid those missteps. But the reason for doing that is this past Sunday, so it'll be a week ago tomorrow, this past Sunday was the number one day for online dating, the people at Match.com and eHarmony, which I think are the same company, basically, but they said it's their, they have a huge uptick, and that's that first Sunday after New Year's. I would have thought it would have been Valentine's Day or some such, but no, it is that first week after the New Year. Where I, I suppose people decide, that's it. I'm going to get out there, and I'm going to be a part of this. And that's what they do. I'll, I will find, Dave, uh, Josh, I'm going to love to hear from you what prompted you to go in that direction. Um, and I can tell you my own story. We'll get anybody here. 651-461-9226. You want to share your story? I'm surprised, even today, the number of people that I meet who say, oh, yeah, that's how I met my wife. Well, as you did. And whether it's social media Match, eHarmony, or, or Tinder, uh, as uh, Josh did. We'll get those stories all coming up here. So that's after the news of the top of the hour. Stand by the radio. Get ready to share your story and find somebody who's got a story and have them call in with us here at News Talk 830 WCCO. A cold, chilly, five-degree reading getting below zero overnight tonight. Full forecast details coming up.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 